From the place where my weekend starts, live from Studio A, this is View from the Bleachers. I'm Eric. I'm Aaron. Yeah. How you doing? All right. Yeah. It's been an awesome week. It has been a great week. Yeah, it is. There you go. That's the energy. That's, yeah, yeah. that's the morning energy, man. I like it. <laughs> no, I'm doing right. I can match that. Yeah. 9.30 in the morning. We're alive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, good. It, it really... Second time. really starts... Yeah, they let us come back. I know. Which is which was good. We we checked all the boxes last week. Didn't swear. Uh, yeah. talk, talked about sports. Yeah. There you go. And went off the air at the right time. So they let us come back. Way to go. Way to go, producer. Yay. Yeah, guy. Um... We can talk about sports if you'd like. I mean, we can talk about some food. I, I mean, we could, we could actually do just about anything I for about 20. I, I bet, how far do you think? We get about 18 minutes in before somebody came knocking at the door? No. No? We get all the way through? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Let's set that goal for next week. Because okay. we actually week. got some yeah. sports to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was, gosh, I don't even know where to start. Let's start with the all NBA All-Star game, okay. which was awful to watch. It uh it was kind of it was 200 the score was like 211 to 198 uh I think the the east won it was yeah. uh, uh a a guy scored 50 Damian Lillard hit a couple of half court threes um see what else happened Luka Doncic missed a dunk which was fun to watch cuz he's a uh, really unathletic even though he's one of the best basketball players in the world he tried to bounce the ball off the backboard and dunk it and he missed <laughs> so, um, Funny. but it was uh, the amount of effort that was displayed. And I, I, this is really deja vu because I know we said this exact same thing last year about the all-star game. Right. Like I know, because I was looking at the notes and I could have absolutely taken the same notes from last year and just copy and pasted them for this one. Um, no one plays defense. Well, nobody, I mean, everybody's worried about getting hurt or something, you know, to that effect, Correct. you know, or embarrassed quite honestly. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, I've heard people going, well, how do you fix it? I don't know if you can. It's in its current form because the the athletes aren't playing for money in no. these All Star games. They're not they're not playing for pride because they already made the All Star game. Right. Um, they're around their buddies. They don't want to get embarrassed. Like if you really square up and play defense on one of these guys, and he beats you, you're going to look really silly. Um, or the other way around, if he's really trying on defense, and, it, and it's not like you can, uh, you know, institute some kind of like, hey, if the winner, you know. The, whether the East or the West wins, you right. get this or that, you know, because you can't really, because the way the setup is for the tournaments, it's right. best of seven. And and know. also, let's say you're an all-star and your rival, you don't want to help your rival. Like, let's say you get home court advantage in the in the finals because, right. because you won the all-star game. Well, you're not, you're only helping your rival, right? right. So there's no, there's no real incentive. I've uh, heard uh, three on three, but who wants to be embarrassed like that? Uh, well, you know, for me, that's where it's at. Three on three would yeah. be half court, three on three. There's no hiding. There's a lot of pride in a three on three because that goes back to your gym days. That goes back to your, right. you know, being a, being a kid in the gym, playing three on three. Even when you're not trying, man, you get schooled. You like, get beat like, a couple times. If you're doing half court, couldn't you have like two games going on at the same time? Absolutely. Yes, that would be at least interesting to watch. There'd be some you know, excitement, some split screen right. action. Because I um, think that's one of the worries. You got so many players that are, you know, playing. You I know. would like to see a draft where, uh, you know, you pick your guys, right? Like it's a, it's a the the captains of the six teams or the ten teams, the eight teams that are in this three on three tournament, and eventually you could get Giannis playing with. How about throwing in some like legends? 
I mean, I I would I would love to watch like Shaq because and... I watched a a part of a celebrity All Star game, right? On, and it was awful to Don't watch. Don't they have that too, or not? They do have a celebrity All Star game of all, during All Star weekend, right? And it's you know B level celebrities. It reminds you of the old Rock and Jock MTV oh, basketball sure. days, yep. which was some of my favorite sports. Um, along those lines, in the All Star game, it reminded me in the Rock and Jock MTV days they had to. They had 30-point baskets. Right. If you remember, there was a 50-point basket sure. on the way top. It's, um, it's got to have to get gimmicky, I think, because, or something. Well, I mean, at that point, I would watch that game because right. maybe a guy hits a half quarter to win an all-star game and the other guy has to, you know, right. maybe that adds a little something to it. But a three-on-three tournament would at least give me give me some juice. It would yeah, give right. me a little bit of something to watch because, you know, watching, you could tell the, the fans weren't into it, the players weren't into it, the energy on the court because they had the, well, the court all lit up real fancy-like. Right. Like, it looked like CGI, but it wasn't. I think Adam Silver, when he was presenting the winners, did you hear that, <laughs> that one? That was so great. He, Adam Silver, and, the commissioner uh, of the 200 to 100 and whatever. Well, here you go. Well, you scored more points. Yeah, yeah. So like there's that. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he, I mean, it's embarrassing for him. He's the commissioner of the league, and this is their signature event, and now over and over, um, no matter what they try to do in the regular season to make people try, these right. athletes trying hard, uh, there's nothing you can do in an all-star game. Right. Uh, the NHL has made a, a skills competition out of it. They've scrapped the game part of the all-star right. game and just gone to straight games. So you're, uh, they had a... They, well, the same as NFL did it, too. Has done it, you know, completely revamped it. Yeah, they had a flag football game. Um, yeah. They had tic-tac-toe. They have... Uh, passing comp, they have things where tackling is important. Yeah, though that that I at least was interested in, right? Because the NBA has kept the same format now, going on oh maybe fifty years, and it's always been a dunk contest, a three point contest, right? And uh, and an all star game. They've recently, in the last like ten years, added a rising star, so you get sure. like first and second year guys going against each other, which is actually a lot more competitive than the actual all star. Yeah, game. I'm sure because these are guys who haven't made their name. They right. they would like to get you know, some play. They'd like to get some notoriety. So they go pretty hard. But nope, I um there's there's no fixing on that. It uh you can make it You got to revamp it. I mean I think this year proved that they gotta just kinda really just yeah. blow it up and just change it. Because you you're you're trying to get all those I mean look at the NFL mm-hmm. to grab younger viewers. Yes. They've done the Nickelodeon. I think and you, it worked. You, yeah. And it hundred percent worked. It uh, you know? at least in my household it hundred percent right. well, worked. That's, you know? that's the demographic I mean, that's the but you know, that's, that's what, what they're, they're aiming for. Yeah. You know, create those fans early. Yeah. Well, that, yes. Yeah. My, my kids are now Pittsburgh Steelers fans uh, because they <laughs> saw, you know, yeah, you know, that's it's how it works. So. Uh, other than that, in the NBA, it's at a, I think you're at a 55, 60 games in. Yeah. You got about 30 games left. Um, the, the, I mean, we could talk about why the Bucks aren't going to win a championship this year or why the Bucks are going to be torn down as a franchise by the end of the year, if you'd like. We could skip I all mean, the way from losing, one to the bottom. They've been on a losing streak, but they're still a third place in the Eastern. It's a, it's a weird thing. The Bucks but last you year... you got the Cavaliers right ahead of you. The Bucks for the last couple of years, were the best team in the East. Right. If not the best, one of the best two teams in the East. Um, they got a new coach this year, whom they fired real early yeah. in the season. Like, you know, Involve them. You brought... Doc Rivers. And, and all the people that they could bring in and figure out who they wanted, they brought in Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is a 
Um, I want to say he's a Marquette graduate. Doc Rivers is a NBA former NBA player, longtime NBA coach, sure. won a championship with the Celtics. Great analyst on uh, TNT. Which has gotten him a lot of jobs in the last 10 years uh, as a head coach where he goes, stays for about a year, year and a half, and then inevitably steps down because he's not not a good coach. Apparently, right. he's he's not... He's not the kind of coach that's gonna gets gonna move the needle for the Bucks. Several interviews have him like excusing, making excuses. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I did this mid season, and you know it was gonna take time, but you know I can't. I don't know. I don't. I don't even think I wanted this job. In, in Bucks <laughs> news, he found himself in a really odd kind of triangle of of. But Doc Rivers said in an interview that it's gonna take time. Um, the next day on uh, a sports broadcast, J.J. Redick, who's a former Buck, former player of Doc Rivers, and an Allen analyst. Uh, basically called him out for throwing his team under the bus and saying that's what Dr. Rivers does. Um, that's not a surprise. Strangely enough, on that same show, his Doc Rivers' son, Austin Rivers, former NBA player, yeah. um, defended his dad by starting out by saying, I don't need to defend my dad. He's a grown man, and then spent 10 minutes defending his dad, um, what the type of coach he is and and who he is. And, and No, yeah. Doc Rivers is at 3-7 and seven with a team, and he said it's the hardest stretch of the year, which uh, – they they're, have, on a, they're on they're on like a ten game. They road have a trip roster. Yeah, they have a roster that should win. That should be favored to win nearly every game they play. But it doesn't matter. Celtics going to win everything anyway. I mean, at, still at this point, yes. But if you're so, if you're not going to win a championship with the Bucks because the bar has been set at championship or bust, you don't trade a bunch of draft picks. You don't trade your best defensive player to get Dame Lillard. You don't resign yeah. Giannis. You don't resign. Brooke Lopez. You don't fire your coach and hire a different player. You don't fire your coach and not hire the assistant coach. You just go with a completely new guy. Unless the bar has been set at win a championship or uh, this season's a failure, this season's looking like a failure. Yeah. Comma, if the season's looking like a failure, at the end of the year would be a really good time to scrap it all. Yeah. They've got a a spot where they could trade Giannis and Dame Lillard, and they could could, uh, really, really hit the bottom and really get some draft picks. Um because this team does not look. I watch you watch them. They don't look like a championship team. Yeah. They uh, most certainly compared to the other real good teams in uh, not just in the East but in the West. This isn't a team that's going to win four games against a better team. They just can't. They can't play enough defense to, to win a to win a yeah. playoff game. Speaking of a good team, ooh, my Timberwolves is still number one in the West. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves are going to yeah. They're the best team in the West. I don't know how that's happening. I do know how that's happening. Uh, Anthony Edwards has made the leap from. Great player to superstar. Right. He's the best. Anthony Edwards is a number one pick a few years ago for the Timberwolves. Towns is good. And Carl Anthony Towns is another former number one yep. overall pick. Rudy for the Gobert that they gave up everything for. Rudy Gobert was a was a few years ago the best defensive center in the league. He's back to being the best defensive center in the league. So you can you get that with Carl Anthony Towns is seven foot, but he plays like he's six seven. Right. He's he's just quick enough and shoots and passes and does everything. And Anthony Edwards is, like I said, he can score anywhere on the court, but sure. now he's also doing something that only players like Michael Jordan did, play def- Kobe, yeah. play defense. He play, He's playing defense against the best players, and he's he's locking them up, and that is making the Timberwolves, um, yeah, the, arguably the best team in the league, if not for the Nuggets winning a championship and having the best player. Um, nope, the Timberwolves are... are and they're it's fun weird. To- the West is weird because you got Timberwolves number at top, Thunder right behind the Clippers, Nuggets, Pelicans, and Mavericks, which are a few teams. I mean, the Mavs look. They yeah. beat they beat Golden State. They did. Yeah, that's nice. Golden so. State's a nice team that's on the on the downslide. Yeah. They are yeah, yeah. they are officially past their prime. As you watch them, they are they are they are not. 
they're kind of like the Bucks, really. They've right. they've they've somehow moved moved past championship status. But yeah, uh, tonight's game: Bucks and Timberwolves. Timberwolves are fa- are favored. It's on the ESPN. It's a night game. It's it's a late game. So I'm sorry, uh, as a Minnesota any fan to hear correct. your Timberwolves being favored as anything. Yes, especially in Timberwolves wise, it's just like oh, really? other than being favored to get the number one overall yeah. pick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, I hear you. All right, it's been since Kevin Garnett. Which By the is, way, that's the most NBA talk I think we've had. In a very long time. I, mean, uh, not much else I will also about. point out that the Timberwolves are good, which is the only reason <laughs> that, you, that we could carry this conversation two ways. So, Valid. Yeah, you know, hey, I, I'm into it. If, if, uh, would you like to talk? Oh my gosh, the NFL. Uh, what do you want to talk about? I mean, <laughs> we got the combine coming up this weekend. Is That's that this big, weekend already? The 26th. Okay, well then let's talk no. about. Yeah. Mm, maybe you know, I don't, I don't know what day it is. Yeah, we're Oops. gonna call it the twenty third, so the twenty sixth is this weekend. Yeah, but no, no, no the combine's yeah, next weekend. Monday. It's got to be starting next week, right? Because it would have started by now. Draft is usually a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. The combine's Monday through Monday, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a week long. But yeah, that's next week, man. That's a week. But still, t- it's huge it, because that's where typically a lot of these teams are going to make their kind of their you yes know, with, with free agency opening up this mm-hmm. week. Um, They'll make a lot of determinations. This is where a lot of the owners will meet kind of. This is where it starts for your team. Whoever your team happens to be, you can basically draw a line from start of of the combine. You can draw a line from there to to who they get for free agency and who they draft and any moves up and down. Because they're all together. So they can all set, you know, they can go, hey, uh, you know. Because even though us as fans have our eyes on first round picks. We we do we just I, yeah. we could we could talk for tomorrow next week about just the first round of right. the NFL draft and get through it with with with, with a glean in our eye right but right. Uh, these these uh, scouting guys they're looking at seventh round guys they're looking at undrafted yeah. free agents well, they're trying to find right that they're next trying to, guy. they're trying to find the Brock Purdy they are yeah you and know? now and now that it's been done a couple times in the last couple of years um, yep no this is where those guys you're finding. You're finding those diamonds in the rough. A, right. a guy from a big school that didn't uh, that didn't pan out quite as or well. Or had an injury last year, yep. set up, but he had like the monumental. Yeah. Before, you know, transferred sure. to a small school. There's a lot of stories. A lot of storylines. You know, you got uh, a lot of stuff like what's what's Minnesota going to do? I mean, quarterback. The answer is quarterback. Yeah, you, it's always people. quarterback. I mean, you got Justin Fields out there. Who's going to take, you know, the top three? Well, as much you know? as the NFL moves the needle in sports, quarterbacks move the needle in the NFL, right? Like. There, there's so much quarterback activity that could happen in the offseason of the NFL that really shapes everything about your team. Right. Not about my team. Uh, the Packers will be fine. They got their quarterback last year. Um, they, you know, they, they did. They, they, they lucked out somehow and drafted correctly again, and they have a quarterback. But for most other teams, if you have, say, a quarterback coming off an injury that didn't play very much, um, or he's 35, um, 36 when the season starts, um, you're going to need a quarterback, a real quarterback. Right. You, if you're the Vikings, you can no longer rely on second, third round, trading a guy, finding a plug-in. Yeah, they're going to have to find their franchise guy no matter what. Yes. Um, Last year showed that absolutely. Right. Without, I mean, with on, once again, Cousins was up to that point of having that injury. He's yeah. knocked out. He was having a Pro Bowl. He was. You know, once it was a again, great season. I once mean, again. It, it's, it's, but in my, I mean, it's just time to move on from the Kirk Cousins thing. I mean, that's weird. But it's because tough because here's my, here's who are you going to have? <clears throat> you my know? argument to that is for an entire year, you said, we're bringing him back next year. Oh, we, we need one more run with the Kurt Cousins experience. Was it was it him 
uh, doing the skull chant with his with his with his shirt off that kind of threw it off for you. You don't want him on I your mean, team anymore. What you know happened? what happened? We're both dads. You kind of appreciate that. You I know? do. He looks his kid. Looks I, would really I do excited. it? I won't. You shouldn't. No, no, no. no. You have not. I won't. You and I both. And I won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't. I absolutely will not. But I mean, it, he's he's due. You know, he's thirty five million at least. And he's talking about wanting maybe a guaranteed. You know, it's hard which, to give a guy coming off an Achilles injury a guaranteed contract be. unless you're Aaron Rodgers. Which is really weird because in interviews prior, um, he was saying it's not about the money now because I'm financially really good, yeah. but he wants to be paid what he's worth. What he, I think he also wants to make sure that <clears throat> if this year doesn't go well, that he has a place next year so he doesn't right. have to fight this fight next year. year, in year. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, like what he did with Washington. Correct. Yep. You know, <clears throat> they're not going to franchise tag him. No, that because uh, that that'll doesn't... probably be Daniel Hunter probably because he's due. He looks like a guy you could you could. I mean, uh, seventeen sacks last year. I got a feeling, yeah. The, the market for Daniel Hunter is going to be much hotter than say Kurt Cousins because there's not a lot of options at edge rusher for right. a guy in his twenties. There's a lot of old quarterbacks that you could that you could get off the scrap. I mean, look at Joe, Joe Flacco. Very little. Yeah, I mean, you yes, know? correct. So if you are the Vikings, you need a quarterback in that first round. You need to absolutely at this. Combine, we just need one at this point that's going to work out, not Christian Ponder. I mean, who? I don't remember that guy. Was he a? Oh, he was a first round pick, maybe one of the worst quarterbacks that have ever been, and he was the Vikings quarterback. I am That's so right. So holding back a swearing. That's right. right yeah, now. we're live. We can't. We're not allowed to swear as much as you'd but, like about that. Um, but I think I, I, at this point we've got. I think you have. I mean, bring Kirk back, but mm-hmm. bring in, draft your next guy. So, so for you, can, so you could, and honestly, so the way the Packers have pulled it off, mm-hmm. it, it looks like it works as long as you get the right guys in the right, right situations. We'll do that. I we, mean, the Chiefs also did that. There's been a few teams that yeah, have in the last couple right. of years. But case in point, Bryce Young. Yeah, he could have used a year to do. But the problem with that is well, Carolina gave up so much to get him that yes. they had to play right. him because there was no – there was they had to. They gave up yep. everything in the draft for him. Um, it didn't but work. But it's saying a lot. Let them develop, you know, one year. Yes. Let them just sit back and see the system and mm-hmm. you know, get the practice, gets the reps. Right with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow did yeah. the same thing. You know, but it's – do it. The, 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 the QB class this year is really good. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure about how it's looking for next year, but this year right now, at the moment, it looks good. I mean, it looks know? like, for anyone keeping track at home, there's about five or six quarterbacks that could be drafted in the first round yep. of the NFL and draft. Probably, and I think Ian J.J. McCarthy could start. He's, I mean, he's got the experience, right? He's got yeah. the uh, – he played for a national championship. No, he understands get picked, a pro. Gets picked up by Joe or uh, you know, goes to Harbaugh with the Chargers. Yeah, it doesn't feel right. Uh, he's got he's got his quarterback. He's the one of the only coaches who actually has a real quarterback. No, um, no if you're Minnesota, I I like I like some Bo Nix. I liked him out of yeah. I liked him when uh, he's been around a long time. The numbers he put up were phenomenal, and he's a guy because he's uh, Jake McCarthy's a junior. Yep, has has had a one or two years as a starter, but uh, Bo Nix has been a four or five year starter for major right. conferences. Uh, Michael Penix Jr. He's got an injury history uh, longer than his career, but, but he's, he looks, he's accurate. He's correct. got that he's arm. Polished. He's yeah, got, yeah. he's got, he's got the look of a guy who's 24 years old, who's played in college for six years because right. he has same thing, Bo Nix, but that's a guy, if you're the Vikings and you were nine and eight last year, you'd like a, a plug and play quarterback. You'd like a quarterback that doesn't, that isn't a, a step down from what you experienced last year. You don't want a guy who's equal or worse than a, oh, what was his name that they traded for from uh, from Dobbs. Arizona? Josh Dobbs. You don't want him to be worse than uh By the way, Minnesota retains their seventh-round pick, by the way, for them. Oh, good. 
Because he didn't play. I think it was the stipulation of the contract was. That's funny. Because he, he played 55% three, of the snaps. He, he played three games, and we were sitting here thinking, like, he's the next. He's the one. And then he very quickly, we cursed him. and We he figured out why he's a backup. Yeah, he's a lifetime backup. Um, if you're the Vikings, it's either Kurt Cousins or... Like there isn't another option in that quarterback field that you'd like to see. Well, right? Jaron Hall, we I mean we saw glimpses. No, of free agent wise. Like free agent wise. Or that you could get. Say Russell Wilson is gettable. Would no. you like him over No. Would you like Justin Fields over uh Kurt Cousins? Hard pause. I, I, I mean, I think it's there. And I think we just we all realize or Agree that Chicago's not a developing. I mean, it's not going to happen because if he does turn good, uh, Chicago's not going to want to trade him to a division rival. And if he, yeah. so that that's probably not going to no, happen. No, no. I mean, I, I don't know. But if you probably were, not. if you were just about, there isn't a lot of other great quarterbacks that you can no. really just go out. No, because Kurt Kurt's right now, he's in the top five of free agents this season. I assume for quarterback. That, oh I mean, I mean, he plays his card. Right? He could probably make. You could make. You could get a Jamie Garoppolo. Would you like a Garoppolo no. at half the price no. of a Kurt Cousins? No. No. You'd rather have one Kurt Cousins. Than, yeah. Okay. I mean, well, I mean, what other options are going to be? Well, I mean, at thirty-five years old with a bum leg, I don't. I mean, he seems like he was doing all right. Did you see during Fair. the uh, NFL honors? He was getting jiggy with it. I mean, when he that's, presented. that's not. Running, no. that's not getting tackled by but, NFL players, but uh, but still, I mean, the history of old quarterbacks coming back and doing great isn't isn't super super long. Yeah, you'll find out. You are, New York Jets. Oh, that's, I can't wait. That's going to be <laughs> such a fun one to watch crash into the ground because now all of us Packer fans have officially separated ourselves yeah, yeah. from it, the Aaron Rodgers experience. It You're worked. You're lucky. <laughs> it worked out perfect. As a Packer fan, we're going to get a top of the second round pick for for Aaron Rodgers, and we got to find out that Jordan Love was in fact. A Pro Bowl caliber quarterback, just like uh, UWL grad Brian Gutenkust uh, said he was. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of your Packers, oh, can we? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You better. What do you got? Uh, you got some. Uh, you've got some free agents. Sure. I mean, it's, it's just it's not fair. I mean, you list them off, and I'll tell you if they should keep them. Yash Neiman. Uh, Neiman. He's a backup. Sure. Tackle. Yeah, he, they do but need depth see, at the offensive line. You're, you're, the numbers I'm looking at this chart, I mean, he's the, he's the top of the Packers at, you know, $4.5 million. As compared to my Vikings, Kirk Cousins at 35, Daniel Hunter at 17, Marcus yeah. Davenport, who played half the season at 13. Yeah. Even Jordan Hicks, which they better keep, at $5 million, So Yes. But So you got Kassan Nixon. Uh, yeah, because he's a pro bowler. And See, a return you could guy. Say, you could, re, you could yes. re-sign you everybody, him. really, couldn't you? That's what happens when you don't commit $35 million to million. a quarterback <laughs> who's not I playing. That's, and that's back to the Minnesota. I mean, you know, if they don't sign, it's because there's there's that thing, and we got running kind of a little bit, but if they draft a quarterback and let, I mean, that's 35 to $40 million, then we have free. Yes. Next year. Correct. Not this And if you don't think that Kirk Cousins is going to get you to at least to the playoffs, doesn't it make sense to get to the bottom of it, right? Like, you think? be the bottom of this division because the, the rest of the NFC North is on the way up. One yeah. of these teams has to be on well, the way down. Except for Chicago. Chicago, I feel like they're on their way up. I really do. After this year, because they're going to have a real quarterback, they're going to have a whole bunch Are of draft they, capital. They don't know their quarterback. I mean, they were good once in my youth. Remember when and they went to a 85? Super Bowl? Well, they went to a Super Bowl when... Uh, 2,000-something or other. Okay, how about we go back to this? Uh, Darnell Savage? Uh, no. No, no, let him go. He's Jonathan, not that good. Jonathan Ford? No, let him go. A.J. Dillon? 
No, not at love. Let, let, let him go. And everybody else, I mean, even at Jonathan Ford, it's one and a half million. I, I mean, mean, Jonathan Owens was our starting safety, and he's played pretty well last year. I wouldn't mind seeing him come back. He was on a one-year deal from the Texans. Yeah. He made a lot of tackles, but that entire secondary for the Packers can go can go elsewhere. Uh, Jair Alexander, not good. Eric Stokes, not good. Keyshawn Nixon is great, but he's Eric, more of a return guy. Eric Wilson, don't know Josiah. That. Yeah, I mean these nope. are all. Yeah, nope. Yeah, nope. so none of those guys are. No, whatever. You could you could take or leave most all those guys. No, they're uh, the list of the Packers because they are the youngest team in the NFL on offense. You really don't. You need to bulk up that offensive line. Right. That offensive line needs clear reinforcements. That's the only thing on offense. So the Packers are in a good spot. They don't have to draft a quarterback. They probably. Should probably pick up maybe a running back someplace. I'd like to see a running back in the second round. That's where you can Josh find Jacobs, Saquon Barkley. No, let me see a draft. A let me bring back Aaron Jones for a year. Let me let me have like one year of Aaron Jones on the franchise tag. Give me a drafted running back. Give me an offensive tackle in the first round or second. Um, and then you need that cornerback. Unfortunately, yeah. you need to pick the best secondary. There's a guy out of Iowa that the Packers should look into. Um, no, their entire secondary is. Is the only real weak spot on that on that team. Yeah. If they had a real secondary, they would have won a couple more games this year. Maybe. Me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got, guy? I mean, I got on my the rest of my Vikings list. I mean, I got Marcus Davenport, which I don't want him to. Jordan Hicks, yes. Dalton Reiser, yes. Oh yeah. J- Craig Joseph, that's oh, a kicker. God bless <laughs> it. Dobbs, no. Cam Akers, eh. Chris Reed, and Jonathan. any chance you want to talk about Vikings kickers? Anthony Bard, don't bring him back. You know, DJ Wadham, yes. I mean, so we got some money to spend. And but they don't really have the money to, to spend. They're, they're 29 okay. under cap. And that's, by the way, not a Kurt Cousins. If you sign well, one Kurt, Kurt that's Cousins. Kurt's this oh. year's is already in. Oh, that's right. He's guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Kinda, yeah, yeah. They moved around. But uh, anything else NFL-related? I mean, no, not really. We could uh, talk about kind of after the combine, kind of start talking. Yes, next see. week, I'd like to do off-season names to know because once the combine, because we got through, Russell Wilson, you've got, you know, Saquon Barkley. That's up. That probably franchise. I get weirdly excited about talking about combine names because then you can start attaching some names to yeah. uh, to to the open spots that your yeah. teams have. You get those guys that just completely are off the radar and are all of a sudden on the radar. Yeah. Yeah. So, and sometimes that works yeah. out, and other times they end up as Christian. We kind of well. How about that? Well, next Friday we'll focus on off-season moves and players and all that stuff. You make me do some research. I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, you know, it's not like you have anything else to do. That's fact. No, I like to get home and just talk. Uh, <laughs> yes, just talk yeah. about sports and and really think like, what can I do for this? No, no, no. no. Um, there. How long we got? Like a couple minutes, right? Yeah, we got. We got uh, some amount of minutes. Yeah, we got some. Um, what else happened? What Baseball. Else happened? We can talk spring training. You want to spring talk uniforms? Tra- I do. <laughs> I, I wish there was. I wish we could follow along with pictures. Um, if anybody, while we're chatting, wants to wants to look up on the Google machine, look up spring training uniforms. Um, th- there's they- been some complaints. <laughs> there's been some complaints from the players. Um, less complaints from the audience because it's kind of interesting to watch. The uniforms are they they're lighter. They're a lighter feel. Which means they're also they're baggier they're on top, thin. They're, they're baggier and thinner on top, but uh, tighter and thinner on the bottom, making for some really interesting visuals for these guys. Um, because a lot of them have very long last names, yeah. And because of how the jerseys look, their names look really compact yeah. and like 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 they went like somebody this morning on one of the sports shows said it's like the teams went to the local craft show or craft place. Yeah. 
and just kind of stenciled they in. They got on Etsy and they yeah. got themselves some uniforms. Um, but then the uh, the pants, I don't know if it's an oversight or if it's just some really interesting marketing or they're trying to bring a better, a more diverse audience into you baseball. You can see through the pants pretty much. Oh, yeah. No, these these guys, and they're they're doing a lot of sliding and running and jostling around. Yeah. Um, and the pictures right now are of them just like new, not sweating, yeah. not raining. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I can't believe that, and these uniforms were not invented by me and you. Um, we had nothing to, we are not engineers. They have actual people from Nike and, and Rawlings and, and official, and like it's their job they to design a, these they uniforms. They have a floor of just the and, design. And they say team. that it's supposed to like, you know, be something more affordable to buy and something that you and I as a fan. Well, yeah. I've never worn a baseball jersey in my life. They are, they're incredibly big and bulky. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the jerseys I understand, but. Pants? pants? Yeah. So they. So uh, when we say see-through, you can literally see when they tuck in their shirts. Yeah. Underneath. Yeah. It's a not a great, not not a great look. Almost, and, and there's been a lot of complaints, and uh, rightfully so. The MLB Players Union is getting involved because well, yeah. you know it's a long season, and, and they do not want to be licensed. You have to wear it. You have no and that's choice. That's just it too. Is they need to fix this before the season starts because eventually they're just gonna have to be like, well, sorry, you signed the contract, so that's how it is. I can't believe we just spent three minutes talking uh, spring training uniform issues. But we did. But it's hilarious. It's it's such a baseball's. <laughs> you know, it's it, baseball ends always ends up feeling like a clown show. They they always seem like they're way behind the times on absolutely everything, whether it's performance enhancers or inclusion in their sport or excitement for the fans or now the uniform stuff, their policies for uh, testing all this stuff. Baseball is so far behind the times, and it's, things like this really do show you. Yeah, yeah. They, they have no idea what. I doing. mean, I think they're they're gaining some momentum back. With the rules and policies that they instituted last year, I think that uh, was a very yes. it sped the thing. game up. It made people right. have the time to watch a whole baseball game, and that's going to be coming back next year. Um, yeah, I think next year we're going to focus. Next week we're going to talk about names to know on the Brewers because just like last year, I want to be able to talk about some middle relievers and okay. random players before the season starts, and we never talk about them again. Twenty seconds. Wow, dude, that's nice quick. job. Hey, we are we are per, we're nearly professional. Um, way to go, you. Hey. Uh, thanks, WDRT. Thanks to anybody who's listening. Uh, thanks you and me, everybody. <laughs> yeah, we had a great day. Thank right. you very much. Bye. <laughs> Have a good weekend.